Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am the Evil Lawyer and you are not. This is the Evil Lawyer's Guide to the Virus That Ate the World. So unofficially, this is part three of a I don't know how many parts there are going to be series on the politically correct named COVID-19, which is actually the name of the disease. The virus is called SARS-CoV-2. We're going to talk about why that's so important here in a minute. Uh, as always, you can find me at 844-EVIL-LAW. You can find me on Facebook. I'm on Facebook a lot, so you might want to find me on Facebook at Evil Lawyer's Guide. You can find me on the web, and this seems to be one you guys like because I get all my emails off of this, or most of them, evillawyersguide.com. And I am still on Twitter, I think, at Evil Law Guide. And I know I get every week I need to tweet more. And um, maybe this will be the week that I tweet more. Hey, why don't you tweet, send me some stuff that will, you know, cause me to want to tweet more. And then maybe I will instead of just sending me emails going, why the hell don't you tweet more? Give me a reason to, man. As always, this is not legal advice. If you need legal advice, hire a lawyer. If you can't find one, you can call 844-EVIL-LAW. This is intended for entertainment purposes only. (laughs) I say that. When I'm about to dump an entire truckload of shit on you guys about um, the real origins of the uh, corona COVID-19 that has got everything totally screwed up on the entire planet right now. And it's, you know what, this whole, I talked about the new normal bullshit about a week ago. Uh, no, two weeks ago. And I'm probably going to have to do another new normal show Listen, there ain't nothing normal about this. It may be new, but brother, it ain't normal. Okay, so as I wait for a grocery delivery that may never show up, and then I venture out in my mask and gear and see empty shelves on the stores, and I watch the corporate food giants try and cause shortages to boost their bottom line and foment revolution in my country, and Democrat governors like that psychotic bitch in Michigan or Michistan or whatever it's called now uh, do everything they can do to get the people on the right side to start a revolution so they can say, look, look, look what they did. And it makes me just sick. And I guess that means it's time to do another show. Up until recently, I had a lot of investments in China. I had money in the Chinese stock market. Um, So as part of my due diligence, I watch China. I pay attention to them. I watch their resistance news, which is NTD. If you want to watch their resistance news, they have a show on every single day talking about things like Wave 2, which is currently hitting China, particularly In Wuhan, again, even though they're claiming there are no new cases and no new deaths, and they have a big problem, whatever the Chinese city is, up on the border with Siberia. And there's been saber-rattling coming out of Moscow over this. You will not hear this anywhere except for on NTD. And they occasionally get removed from YouTube, and then they pop back up. And uh, we're going to get into that just briefly later on on the vast amount of social network censorship that's going on. I've had my Facebook page shut down I don't know how many times. Uh, I've had my Twitter page shut down. That may be why I have a bad taste in my mouth for tweeting because uh, they keep taking down my page. 
my YouTube page is gone. So uh, that's why you're not, you're not seeing any videos of any of this. Uh, trust me, they're videos of every single one of these shows, but YouTube takes them down as fast as I put them up and then they ban me. But I digress. Back to why I knew about this as early as I did. Uh, I think my first blog post on this was December the 29th, and it's because I pay attention to China. I had money over there. I took it out. I don't have money over there anymore. But I, I started posting on this at the end of December, and I did the first show on it on January the 28th. Uh, I called the show Kung Flu Fighting. If you haven't listened to it and you want to go back, it's... It's a little funny, I think, because at the time I hadn't really realized the gravity of what was going to happen and what was happening, and I didn't know some things then that I know now. But uh, the response from Kung Flu Fighting was about 10% thanks. I'm really glad you told us about this. About 89% you're absolutely insane and should be in a hospital somewhere. And then there was one guy who wanted to know if I knew who killed Kennedy. Which Kennedy? I mean, <laughs> there's been so many of them die mysteriously. I think he was probably talking about the one whose head exploded uh, spontaneously. But um, anyway, uh, on March 31st, I did another show about this. Uh, and I, I did it in terms of China's bioweapons program. And I, I took you all the way from 1944 into the current um, issue and the response on that issue. Screw, you know, I'm a, COVID-19. I've already got demonetized and everything else, and Apple will probably remove this from their platform like they've taken off some of my other shows. It's a badge of honor. And there's Spotify and Stitcher. So if you can't find me on Apple, I'm always on Spotify and Stitcher. So uh, the response on that show was about 50% you're nuts. So we're getting from 89% you're crazy to 50% you're crazy. I'm not crazy. Uh, 30% right on, brother, you know, preach it. And about 20% people wanted to know if I was a time traveler or a psychic. I'm not shitting you. And then there was that one, are you my father? No, I'm not. And tell your mom to stop trying to find me. So that one really brought the paranoid schizophrenics out too. And after digging through a lot of 22-page word salad emails from numerous personalities, but usually the same email address, I thought, I should probably do a third show. Then I got a lot of threats from Twitter and Facebook. I'm not talking about threats on Twitter and Facebook, although I get the occasional ones, but threats to shut me down, shut my account down, warnings, uh, everything I post gets removed. And that showed me that I, I must be onto something. And then Trump and Pompeo both came out and kind of said the same thing. And so I'm just going to call this show China Deliberately Kills the World or How to Win World War III Without Dropping a Single Bomb. Now, I already talked about China's bioweapons program, and that was the show on March the 31st. So I, I'm not going to really, you know, if you want to hear all about China's bioweapons program and how they have killed millions upon millions of people and hundreds of thousands upon hundreds of thousands of Americans, you can listen to that show. Briefly, if you don't want to listen to that show, it started in 1944 after Japanese, okay, the Japanese started it. They uh, used bioweapons against China in World War II. Uh, China got pissed off and they couldn't afford nukes, so they poured their resources into bioweapons. 
Bioweapons are the most budget-friendly. They're the cheapest way to kill a gazillion of your enemies. Nukes are really expensive. They require a lot of uh, capital costs, a lot of uh, brain costs, and, you know, they're hard to hide and everything else. Bioweapons, once you get the lab set up, they're cheap. If you don't believe me, binge watch Breaking Bad. I mean, if, if any show pounds into your head the fact that your major expense is getting the lab set up and finding a couple of guys to run it, and after that you can just keep cooking and cooking and cooking, um, yeah, Breaking Bad. Plus, it's one of my favorite shows. So don't watch it on Netflix, though. Uh, you know, and if you want to know why I'm anti-Netflix, Send me an email or or PM me something. Uh, I'll explain the whole thing. I don't want to do a whole show on it. When I do my show on uh, how social media and mainstream media is conspiring to shut up the truth, I'll talk about Netflix, but not today. The last one before this world-ending virus, and it may be, uh, if some really smart people can't come up with a vaccine. I'm talking about Bill Gates. I already talked about Bill Gates two, three shows ago, two shows ago, uh, how he's, you know, quite possibly the antichrist or at least trying to be. He reminds me of Vector from the Despicable Me movies, except for he's more dangerous because he's not a cartoon, although he looks like one. But the last one before this was SARS, which they're now having to call SARS-CoV-1 since they updated it to SARS-CoV-2. The one, you know, that everybody's dying of right now, uh, it's kind of like a Windows update. You can't stop it. You can't do anything about it, except instead of crashing your system. Wait a minute. Okay, it's exactly like a Windows update. You can't stop it. You can't do anything about it, and it crashes your system. But I digress. Uh, Trump and Pompeo are finally getting around to what a lot of us, and when I say us, I'm talking about people like me, and maybe people like you if you listen to my show regularly already know and that this is an engineered virus. And if you don't believe me, the guy that figured out that HIV caused AIDS, and I can't think of his name right now, and I'm not willing to stop the show and look it up. Um, and I, due to social distancing, I don't have anybody here to tell to do it for me. Anyway, the guy that figured out that HIV caused AIDS got a Nobel Peace Prize for it. And he did an entire video on the fact that the SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19 virus or whatever you want to call it, Kung flu, I like to call it Kung flu, did an entire video about how it was an engineered uh, virus, engineered by China. Uh, YouTube keeps removing the video. When you post a link about the video uh, on Facebook, Facebook censors it and threatens you. Uh, Twitter removes it. And like I said earlier, I'm going to do an entire show about YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, and the various other platforms and mainstream news censorship in the future, but this is not the future yet. Um, you can go to my Facebook page and see a lot of it. You can see a lot of uh, missing things, uh, or they're, you know, they've got the Our Independent Fact Checkers, which I check my own damn facts. Damn you, robot, virgin, billionaire, weirdo Zuckerberg. Uh, you know, one of his little minions, one of his, I guess, VPs in charge of Newspeak has 
gone on record in an interview as saying that Facebook will remove anything that is not approved by the WHO. Now, the WHO is a cluster F of epic proportions, and I'm going to talk about them in in just a minute, too. But Facebook removes anything that's not WHO approved. Since when does WHO get to approve what I can and cannot say? Anybody? Uh, That's what I thought. You know what? I didn't vote for any of these people, so they can't tell me what to do and kiss my ass. Secretary Secretary of State Pompeo, it's kind of a tang twistler, has stated that there is, and I quote, enormous evidence that the coronavirus epidemic came out of a lab in Wuhan. In a pure coincidence, (laughs) the... The Wuhan Institute of Virology, which is a front for China's bioweapons program and their only BSL-4 lab in the region, just happens to be, are you ready for it? The Wuhan Institute of Virology just happens to be in Wuhan. It's kind of like that history question when you were a kid, who is buried in Grant's tomb? But don't just believe, you know, maybe you're a never-Trumper and you hate Pompeo. Okay, okay. What about the MI6? You know the MI6 is, right? I mean, haven't you ever seen a James Bond movie? It's kind of the British CIA. The MI6 across the pond there stated that the uh, Kung flu came from a lab in the Wuhan area, a BSL-4 lab. Well, there's only one, and that is the, the bioweapons lab that I was talking about earlier. And according to the MI6, you know, never Trumpers, these were the British CIA. You believe them, right? The first wave was in late November, early December, back when China was claiming, like Colonel Schultz from Hogan's Heroes, they know nothing, and killed 2.5 million people in China, provided ample evidence that it was human-to-human transmitted. Otherwise, it wouldn't have killed 2.5 million people in China. And then we're talking about late November, early December. So back when you were stuffing your face with turkey and hating on the fact that your cousin always brings his white trash wife and their feral kids to all the family dinners, this thing was killing 2.5 million people in China. 2.5 million's a lot. If I had a dollar for every one of those people killed, I could buy some cool shit. This is ample evidence that it was human-to-human transmitted, and the Chinese knew this at least as early as December the 1st. And here's where it gets kind of interesting on a personal level. I know a lot of people who got sick as hell during the holidays. I mean, really sick, like go into the hospital, almost die. Fortunately, none of them did, but I had several friends, and by several, I mean more than a couple, which, you know, down here in the South is two. And uh, less than a bunch, which would be like 12 or 15, um, several friends who got some kind of weird respiratory shit during the holidays and got deathly ill, like had to take to their beds or were in the hospital or whatever. And you know, here's what's funny is I've talked to all of those folks and we've all had this, I wonder if it was you know, the coronavirus. I wonder what it was. I wonder, I wonder. Well, now that the antibody tests are out, three people who I know who did get sick during the holidays, and I'm talking about mid-December to end of December, early January, when they got sick as hell, 
have now tested positive for the antibodies. So this shit was floating around in the United States around mid-December. And you can't pull these numbers yet. It'll be two years before the 2020 flu numbers are out there. And all you deniers who love preaching about how many people died from the flu, remember this. In a couple of years, when they released the flu numbers, look at the spike in flu deaths in November and early December. It's going to be huge, as our president would say, because we didn't know this stuff was floating around the United States at that time. But I've got proof that it was, because I know people who got really sick, and now they're calling me and saying, hey, I just got the antibody test, and I have it, and that's what I had back in December. So remember that, because the earliest you can go back on getting accurate flu numbers out of the CDC is 2018. China denied all this. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. If you don't believe the Brits, do you believe the Australians? Because Australia's CIA, which is called ASIS, the Australian Secret Intelligence Service, pretty much says the same thing. So if you're a never-Trumper and you don't believe anything that he says, by uh, association you don't believe anything Pompeo says, well, maybe you believe what the Brits say. If you don't believe the Brits because you think they're in bed with Trump and you hate him, uh, how about Australia? Because they're saying the same thing. But as we all know, China denied it until January 11th when they released that it had killed... Are you ready for this? With 2.5 million plus turned to ash or in the ground, or probably turned to ash, and if you want to Google, don't Google it, go to DuckDuckGo and pull up the satellite photos over the crematoriums in and around Wuhan during November and December It will blow your mind. I know everybody loves to pull up the Google Earth uh, satellite photos of China's pollution going down after they closed everything for a short period of time. But don't do that. Be a little different and pull up how many people were being burned in November and December. And you can, you can figure that out by looking at the ash coming. I mean, you can zoom it right in. I mean, they were running those crematoriums around the clock. And I know it finally came out that they were running them around the clock in January and February. They were running them around the clock in November and December. Anyway, on January the 11th with 2.5 million dead, or more, more than 2.5 million dead, China finally admitted that uh, this novel coronavirus had killed one really old guy who was sick anyway. I mean, seriously, you can look it up. It's in the approved for your consumption section of the internet. You don't have to use DuckDuckGo or go digging through crazy conspiracy websites to find people who are actually not nuts. You don't have to go to NTD, the voice of the resistance in China. They did admit that it killed one really old guy who was sick anyway on January the 11th. They were still denying that uh, it could transmit from person to person with two and a half million or more, having gone on to wherever they go. Now, the WHO, in spite of the fact that this met every one of their uh, protocols for a pandemic, refused to call it a pandemic forever, but in a fit of political correctness, the WHO took three weeks to figure out what to call this, and that was because they didn't want it to be a name that would 
indict China. Well, China started it. But that's just more evidence of the fact that the WHO is owned by China. Look, the uh, Tedros was installed by China. China was behind Tedros getting his position. China paid a bunch of money to the WHO, and they are beholden to China, and Tedros especially. He won't be a problem for very much longer, and we'll talk about it in a minute. The deaths in China started in late November 2019, and there were a lot of them, but no one paid attention to it because, well, just nobody did. And they were put down as atypical viral pneumonia or something else. Uh, people die every day. It, if you think that, you know, it's like CSI or something or, or any of the new shows where uh, there's autopsies done and anyone pays attention, you're wrong. N- not even in the United States, not anywhere. Lots of people die, and they're, you know what's put down? They are. They're put down in the ground. That's it. End of discussion. They managed to suppress the fact that there were a few million dead in China that was coming from this weird new disease that they had created. And it really started getting out of hand in December, but they managed to keep a lid on it until December, around December 31st, 2019, you know, they finally admitted there's some weird disease going on, going around. And I guess the Chinese forgot that the entire Global Intelligence Committee knew about the Wuhan lab because on January 3rd, they admitted that there were 44 cases. Now, admittedly, this is with a few million, few million dead, but there were 44 cases of this odd illness which could not be transmitted person to person. Their words could not be transmitted person to person in Wuhan. And the WHO was all on their, uh, anyway, they were all about this and how it couldn't be transmitted person to person. And about a week later, China claimed it was a coronavirus and released its RNA sequence. Now, you're like, don't you mean DNA? No, I don't. Um, This is a retrovirus uh, like HIV, uh, like SARS, like MERS, and retroviruses contain RNA, not DNA. So they release its RNA sequence. And so what I'm asking you is, how did they know its RNA sequence? How could they sequence it that quickly? Um, according to China, they only found out about it. Uh, you know, they noticed it on December 31st. And there were 44 cases on January the 3rd. And a week later, on, on the 10th or the 11th, they released its RNA sequence. How did they know? Well, they knew because they built it, just like they built SARS. COVID-1, SARS, is the disease that calls sudden acute respiratory syndrome, in 2002. Ironically, in a fit of coincidence, SARS-CoVID-1 just happens to be 99.999% genetically identical to SARS-CoVID-19, or SARS-CoV-2, or COVID-19, the Kung Flu, the We All Gonna Die Bug, whatever you want to call it. So, to paraphrase Ronnie James Dio, they were telling a little truth with many lies. Anyone who's ever lied knows that you throw a little truth in there, um, people are more likely to believe it. On January the 11th, which is like a day later, Trump was like, screw this, and shut down the flights. He started screening everybody and then shut down the flights. 
And every time he's on TV, he talks about shutting down the flights like it was a big deal. And you know what? It was a big deal. If he hadn't shut down the flights, what happened in New York would have happened in Atlanta, Dallas, Houston, L.A. It did happen a little bit in L.A., but to a much greater extent, every hub, every airline hub, city, would be in the position that New York has been in. So I don't care whether you hate him or not, we should all be thanking him for shutting down those flights. On January the 20th, everyone realized there was person-to-person transmission, which is something a few million dead Chinese could tell you if they could rise from their graves and talk, but that will probably be in a few years when COVID-20, the zombie virus, comes along. As for now, on January the 20th, everyone except the wholly Chinese-owned organization called the WHO, which was still assuring us that it was safe to fly into Wuhan in China, And there was nothing to worry about, nothing to see here. Just go about your business. Listen, the fact that there aren't indictments for war crimes against Tedros and the rest of his minions doesn't mean there won't be. This is going to turn out very badly for Tedros. I imagine, if you're going, who's Tedros? He's the head of the WHO who was installed by China He'll probably be suicided. Oh, and the guy, listen, China could have kept the lid on this probably well into February or March if Dr. Lee Wen-Lang didn't blow the whistle on this whole thing. Of course, he's dead now. Uh, Chinese official state government news, which is always to be trusted, uh, you know, stated that he died from the coronavirus after they forced him to sign a document saying that all the things he had said when he blew the whistle on this were not true, which all proved to be exactly true. Listen, the combination of Chinese lies and the obfuscation by the WHO and their lies should bring the entire planet to its feet, and instead it leaves us on our knees. China is getting back to business. If you buy anything made in China after this, you're a special kind of stupid. The We can't, look, we can't nuke China back into the, actually we could nuke China back into the Stone Age, but I'm not advocating we do because the Chinese people have probably suffered enough. It's their government that we have a problem with, and this isn't 1944-45 where you hit them with enough bombs and the people are going to up, rise up and, you know, destroy the their government, and, and then it's going to leave a power vacuum, and we could even get something worse. No, we need to cripple them economically. They don't care how many people they lose. We are not staying home. We are not losing trillions of dollars. Trillions of dollars in, in wealth has evaporated. A trillion, or, or between one and four trillion in the United States alone, not including the entire world, not including Spain, Italy, which has been decimated, The entire planet is not perched on the edge of an abyss of global economic collapse, starvation, and ruin because a person ate a damn bat. We're poised on this precipice because China released a bioweapon. If you want to give them the benefit of a doubt, maybe they did release it accidentally. But they shouldn't have been messing with it in one of their labs, which has released things in the past. I mean, they claimed that SARS was an accidental release. 
I call bullshit. It wasn't an accidental release. They sacrificed 21 million. Yeah, that's right. 21 million of their own people to release this, and they couldn't give two shits about it. There are 21 million cell phones in China which have gone dark out of a population of 1.8 billion. That's a fatality rate of 1%. That's the best case fatality rate, and that's what we're seeing globally is 1%. You don't think China would sacrifice a few tens of millions of their own people or more, not to mention a few hundred million of the rest of us. You've learned nothing from history. Totalitarian governments have been doing this as long as there have been totalitarian governments. Hitler, Stalin, Mao. Remember Mao? He was Chinese, man. They've done this shit. Listen to my show in March about all the other Chinese bioweapon releases. About every 10 or 15 years, this happens. If you buy Made in China, you're supporting this. If countries like the United States, countries in Western Europe, Australia, all the countries that have been affected by this who have substantial economic power do not bring China to their knees over it, it will happen again. It'll be called COVID-20, and it'll be the zombie virus or something worse. I've talked in the past about how the government, our government, uses RICO, Racketeering Corrupt Organizations Act actions, to take away money from anyone they want to say was committing a crime. There is no reason why that law could not be slightly expanded and used to get a judgment against China, which we could then deduct from any debt we owe anything having to do with China. We wouldn't have to default on anything. We could get a judgment against them and then deduct it, deduct the money they owe us from the money they owe them. we owe them. And if you don't think there are plenty of other less horrible countries to step up and make the trinkets that you want to buy on Amazon and Walmart? Well, you've never been to Mexico, Central America, South America, or a lot of other places in Southeast Asia. There are plenty, or, or Africa for that matter, there are plenty of countries with the economic incentive to step in where China is going to have to leave off. If you run a business, and I represent several people who are on, online with this that do all their manufacturing in China, they're pulling out. They're done. They're not going to do their manufacturing in China anymore. They're not necessarily bringing it back to the United States because they can't afford to manufacture things over here and sell them at a profit. But they're going other places. They're going to Africa. They're going to Mexico. They're going to other Southeast Asian countries. If it has stamps on it that say made in China, unless it's used, do not buy it. And with that, you're probably already having an evil day, but have an evil day.